Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite weekly podcast. Today is Friday, March 24th, and I'm Eric Meyer, president of High Ground Dairy, and I'm remoting into the podcast from sunny Palm Springs, California, as I provided a market outlook to restaurant supply chain executives at the Market Vision Conference this week. It always seems that markets get amped up in one direction or another when I'm traveling, and this week was no different as CME Spot Cheese caught a serious bid this week. After settling for one day on a six-month low at 178 per pound just two weeks ago, blocks have rallied 32 cents, or nearly 18%, to finish at $2.10 per pound today, the highest price since January 11th. Just this week alone, prices have improved more than 10 cents from last Friday's settle. It feels like the squeeze is on, and the spot market is telling us that four to 30-day-old CME-eligible block cheddar is tight for immediate delivery. Industry contacts report that there's plenty of cheese available, but not in the correct format or age. Until that immediate demand for 40-pound blocks gets fulfilled, buyers will continue to test on the bid side. The weekly average finished $0.10 or 5.2% higher to $2.02.90 per pound. At just 14 loads traded, Believe it or not, this was the strongest block trading volume since the week ending May 13th, 2022. CME spot barrels remain bid this week as well, as a pretty large buyer has been busy accumulating inventory during the final month of the first quarter. But the price didn't move from Friday's last Friday's close, $1.96 per pound. Since March 2nd, the price of spot barrels has moved more than 28% higher. Impressive, given where this market was from late January through early March, trading within a narrow range near the $1.60 mark. The weekly average gained $0.08 to settle at $195.35 per pound, up 4.2% versus the prior week. Barrel trading has slowed, though. At just 19 loads, it was the slowest volume week since the week ended January 20th, 2023. Year-to-date, a total of 346 loads of barrels have exchanged hands at the CME, compared to just 91 loads block. The CME butter market peaked at $2.41 on Monday and has grinded lower throughout the week, settling at $2.34.50 per pound Friday. Easter holiday demand should be coming to a close, and seasonal milk should also ramp up in the upper Midwest, which should provide further resistance. But yesterday's cold storage report may give sellers slight pause to wait for more data before letting more inventory go. Butter's weekly average finished at $2.3780, down a penny from last week. Whey prices on the CME have been bouncing between 43 and 46 half cents for the past few weeks and has remained in that range this week as well, settling today at 44 and a half cents. The weekly average settled right at that level, which was down less than a penny from the prior week. Lastly, nonfat dry milk spot prices have held at $1.15 per pound for four or five trading days this week, which is the lowest price since March 2021, a two-year low. Futures activity has gotten pretty quiet this week as the nonfat dry milk and global skim milk powder market look for further direction. In fundamental news, there was a lot going on this week, both in the U.S. as well as internationally. On Monday, USDA released the February milk production report with the all-U.S. growing 0.8% versus the prior year, slightly below our expectations, but within the range. While the output per cow is slowing, likely due to lower on-farm margins, we were surprised at another monthly increase in the national herd count, now 21,000 head higher than two months ago. High Ground published both a dairy skim podcast and comprehensive written analysis if you want it to get into the weeds on that report. 
U.S. cold storage was released on Thursday with figures that came in neutral to perhaps slightly bullish versus expectations, with butter seeing a seasonal increase from January, but ended February at 295 million pounds, about 8 million pounds below the five-year average. Total, natural, and other cheese stock levels fell versus the previous year, which also included slight monthly declines in the natural American-style cheese category from January. Similar to milk production, High Ground published both the podcast and written analysis with a lot more detail. We also had a plethora of international reports and events released this week, and joining me is Stu Davison, High Ground's international insights consultant, to give us a rundown. Stu, let's start off with the global dairy trade auction that took place this past Tuesday. Yeah, another weak result for Oceania dairy commodity pricing this week. GDT event 328 resulted in a price index decline of 2.6%, with prices for every commodity on offer crashing. One of the key drivers of this poor result was weak demand arriving from Southeast Asia slash Oceania and the Middle East region. Most notably, there were seven less buyers from the Southeast Asia Oceania region compared to the previous auction. Quite substantial. Real headline news from this auction is the GDT Cheddar result which crashed lower again, falling 10.2% on average at this auction. Cheddar prices have lost 20% or $1,000 a tonne during the month of March alone. It seems GDT Cheddar buyers are well aware of the amount of cheese available to the world market currently, with the reports noting that there is a lot of cheap European cheese available to the world market, not to mention the amount of cheese available in the US at the moment. Moving on to milk powders, both products lost at this event, but it was a somewhat neutral event for Holmuk powder prices, easing 1.5% on average to an average price of $3,228 per tonne, which keeps Holmuk powder prices in range-bound trading mode, around the $3,250 per tonne mark like the last nine auctions. The futures market did pick this result really well, with some of the best convergence that the futures market has achieved for circa six months. On a positive note for the whole powder market, a lifting forward sales curves gives some confidence in the expectation that demand for homework powder might lift during the second half of 2023. Moving to skim milk powder, the result wasn't as rosy. Prices fell 3.5% on average, with price declines across the forward curve, and a solid price ceiling set at this auction of $2,650 per tonne. This result pushes GDT prices to a two and a half year low. With the high volume of skim milk powder being produced in Oceania and Europe, I would expect to see prices keep falling for a few more auctions yet. I doubt this is the bottom. Moving on to the milk fats. Butter and AMF prices melted yet again, losing 3.0% and 3.8% respectively. This auction result adds to butter's premium over AMF prices, as these two products moved apart on a milk value basis. Overall, North Asia was the most dominant purchasing region, increasing their purchases from the prior auction. As the market has been signalling over the last nine months, dominant buying from North Asia on the GDT platform does not translate to an increased demand from this region. It is more of a case of a lack of competition on the platform, something that is clear when looking at the weak levels of demand arriving at the outset of each auction. Taking those results and, and translating them to the milk price for Kiwi farmers, the outlook is getting worse. The milk price futures for the current season are now trading at $8.37 per kilo of milk solids post the GDT auction, while shifting to the coming season, 
The future for that season is now trading at $8.52 per kilo of mixed solids. Now taking a step back and trying to measure how volatile the dairy commodities market has been in relation to farm gate milk price for New Zealand farmers, that second milk price future contract has fallen from a contract high of $10.35 in October. So that's a, that's a shift over the last six months down to $8.52, a very volatile market. Looking into other international news, China have reported their input volumes for January and February with a massive 200,000 tonnes of total dairy imports missing for this period compared to the year prior. The bulk of this result is 179,000 tonnes less of New Zealand origin homework powder compared to the year prior. Really key to note here that this reduction in homework powder imports is a result of the New Zealand-China Free Trade Agreement with a lot of the zero tariff window used in 2022 leaving none available for 2023. Next year, the zero tariff window is removed and there are no tariffs on any dairy imports from New Zealand into China. So we expect to see the import trend change moving forward. Other key data that was released this week includes EU exports and milk production, with EU milk registering a 0.9% growth figure in January, year on year. New Zealand exports have been released and we await DCANS data for New Zealand milk production for the month of February. We are expecting a large growth figure to be printed this month, considering how good things have been on the ground in New Zealand. Right, that's it from me. Back to you, Eric. Thanks, Stu. Great insights as always. Well, that does it for this week's Let's Chat Markets. We look forward to catching up with you next week. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.